It's time for everything you need to know in life you can learn from General Hospital, where we explore seven life lessons that this iconic soap teaches us every weekday. 60 years and going. I hope you'll join us. Hello, GH fans, current, former, and those joining us after 40, 50, 60 years. <laughs> So glad you could be with us today. This is the week of August 13th. Hope you're having a great Sunday evening. This is Caddy Carroll. And we're going to get right into it. There's so much going on right now in General Hospital. I love the storylines. I love some of the scenes they're doing. There's so many life lessons to be had on the day-to-day -day episodes. All right. Number one, when someone says to you, I'm busy, I don't have time for this, Listen to them. Uh, Nina in particular. Seriously, this recently happened when Nina came into Kelly's and wanted to make sure Carly knew that Willow had invited Nina over and that she had gotten to see Willow and her grandchildren and supposedly to thank Carly for ending the vendetta and helping convince Willow to let Nina into her life. But Carly really wasn't a large factor there. It was really the oncology nurse who made the biggest impact on softening Willow's heart towards Nina. But back to this scene at Kelly's, it is literally Carly's first day running Kelly's. And a few things with the supply chain have gone awry, but she has dealt with them. Carly is fielding orders. It's a busy diner, people. She does not have time to chit-chat in the middle of a breakfast or lunch rush. And Nina, don't you have to, like, rent a magazine and a hotel? <laughs> Hello? Stop obsessing with Carly and be grateful no one knows you turned her and Drew into the feds and that Willow is giving you a chance. But seriously, leave Carly alone. She is trying to build this business and rebuild her life after you made sure she was ruined financially. So get the heck out. And when someone says that to you, don't be offended. People are doing the best they can and are juggling a lot. Now, hopefully you don't have quite the level of a friend, frenemy, <laughs> the frenemy ship as Carly and Nina. But even if a friend says it, they truly are most likely busy and will reach out after they put out whatever fires they're working on. Give them a little space and you will reconnect later. And you don't need to chase someone down in person like Nina did. A text or a call is sometimes okay. <laughs> don't be a Nina though. Don't impede on someone's work or invade their space. Oh, Nina, focus on your own empire. And you all out there, focus on building your empires. Yes. All right, number two, swim lessons are the most essential class you can provide for your child. This summer, the Metrocore pool has been the backdrop to much drama. And recently there was a snapshot of Avery performing some strokes after going to her swim lesson. Swim lessons are truly the most important class for us all. If you are an adult and don't know how to swim, go get some lessons as well. For kiddos, though, nothing is more paramount. The wonderful thing, too, about swim lessons is most municipalities and YMCAs provide them at a value price point. With kids growing up 
and knowing how to swim, it saves lives of the children, adults who go in to rescue them, and makes the job of first responders a little easier. I did not realize before doing the research for this that according to CDC statistics, drowning is the leading cause of death for children. More children ages one through four die from drowning than any other cause of death. And that is a statistic right from the CDC's website. Another citation for children ages five to 14, drowning is the second leading cause of death and unintentional injury just after motor vehicle crashes. Holy cow, people, there are an estimated 4,000 fatal unintentional drownings in the U.S. every year, and then 8,000 non-fatal drownings in the U.S. every year. These non-fatal drownings, they can result in long-term health problems such as brain damage and disability, and 40% result in hospitalizations. Wow. I I really had no idea before looking at this. I knew, you know, it was a huge problem with children drowning, but I had no idea it was a leading cause of death with children in these age groups. And these statistics are just overwhelming. So get those swim lessons, everyone. There are very few ballet-related deaths or soccer or piano-related injuries that require a hospital stay. Now, I'm sure there are injuries in those instances, especially soccer, there might be head injuries, but whatever classes you're paying for, for yourself or your child, put swim lessons up to number one. I will put the link for the YMCA and then you can find your closest one. If you look at the cost on a per lesson basis, it is less than your Starbucks, seriously, especially now, (laughs) even though Starbucks is cheap, you know, cheap therapy going in, getting a boost in your, in your positivity. But what a deal these swim lessons are. And check out also redcross.org and you can find swim classes there and call your local rec center as well. Just Google swim lessons in your area, in your city. And I know sometimes getting that Starbucks, it does feel like your life depends on it. I know. I have been there, (laughs) but swim lessons really could save your life and your kiddos' lives too. All right. Number three, if you don't want to know the answer, don't ask the question. I loved recently when Carly was picking up Avery at Sunny's and she had a sense he and Ava were up to something, but she decided not to ask. She thought about it for a second (laughs) and then realized, nope. She didn't want to know. So many times we ask questions that we really don't want the answers to. Many times it might not be our business anyway. (laughs) I love the Esther Hicks quote. I am here today to cross the river, not to fight the alligators, right? I am here today to cross the river, not to fight the alligators for too long. So many of us get derailed by getting in others' business, pulled into issues or agendas that we don't need to. And these alligators pull us off the logs we are crossing the river on. Carly handled that situation just right. Choosing to focus on the joy of having Avery for the night and not worrying about the scheme percolating between Sunny and Ava. Carly has a lot going on. Paying off her federal fine, building Kelly's into a franchise. Yes, that's my prediction. She is not going to let the drama of others derail her plans, and neither will you. Stay focused. 
Stay strong and don't ask that question when you really don't want to know the answer to it. Channel Carly at that moment. Just don't do it. Tilt your head. Take a second like she did in the latest scene and then say, nope, not going to do it. And turn around. Continue to check off your task list. And have a great night or go see the Barbie movie again to get your to get your your positivity back on track. I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right. Number four, Cyrus's recent near-death experience brought to light such an important reminder for all of us. I am not ready, he said. I have more to do. Oh, my gosh. The, uh, to me, this was just an amazing moment. And it's also reminiscent. I don't know how many Doctor Who fans are also General Hospital fans like me. But when David Tennant was regenerating and he said the same thing when he, you know, he wasn't going to be Doctor Who anymore. And then Matt Smith took over. He said, I am not ready. I am not ready to leave, you know, just such an amazing moment. And here with Cyrus on General Hospital is this hardened criminal, lived so much of his life building a criminal empire, running a drug cartel. He has the full criminal resume and package people. And having this heart attack and almost dying in prison it brought light to his regrets and his desire to do more and to do right by his sister, the amazing Laura Weber Baldwin Spencer Collins. He realized now he has a second chance to make the world a better place. And he has entrusted Martin with his estate and wants him to donate it all in order to fund rehabilitation and education at the Sing Sing of Port Charles, Pentonville State Penitentiary. I do believe his former professions of faith in prison and his Bible studies behind bars very well could have been a ruse. But with this near-death experience, I think he is a changed man. And think about how much good this formerly unredeemable criminal we know from watching Daryl Hospital. Redemption is for all. <laughs> so no one's truly unredeemable, right? But think about what he can now do for Port Charles and the inmates at Pentonville. Now, most of us aren't guilty of the same misdeeds as Cyrus, but most of us still have so much more to do and more we want to do. We are not done. So let's not wait for an NDE to seize our passion and purpose. Dr. Windar, again, I love just channeling things he has said after the years of listening to his tapes in the car, my children too, it's in their brain and printed in their brain, some of his statements. But he talks so much about how so many folks die with their music still in them. And let's not be like most people. We have the gift of General Hospital and this eye-opening storyline with Cyrus that gives us that near-death experience to learn from. Do good works, follow your heart and passion and align with your purpose your universal God-assigned purpose, whomever you call God, you know, the universe, Buddha, Jesus, grab it, grab life and change like Cyrus. If Cyrus can change, all of us can. Yes. All right. Number five, hold on to that childhood stuffy. Just one or a few dozen. <laughs> Recently, under a hospital, Christina found Molly's childhood fave stuffed animal, Prince Valiant, who was a stuffed horse. Molly was elated and really needed the comfort only that childhood bestie can give. She has recently, of course, learned 
that her endometriosis will make it nearly impossible to get pregnant and has also made her eggs not viable. She also has had an injury to her foot that I don't believe we have gotten the backstory on yet. Hmm. So she is convalescing and in need of emotional and physical comfort. Those childhood stuffed animals are the best. They got us through horrible friendship debacles, our parents being insensitive to us, <laughs> our brothers dismembering our Barbie dolls, because even big brothers won't hurt animals stuffed or live, right? <laughs> I had a few favorites. The little pink puppy from Colorado adopted in Estes Park, Buffy the Bison from Glacier National Park, Tigger, of course, from Disney World, whom I still have with his giant broken tail. And this is the one item, my stuffed animal friends, that I cannot downsize very well. Very hard to employ my Marie Kondo readings and minimalize these little friends. Everyone should have at least one, though, from childhood to keep close. My kiddos all have at least one or a dozen. They still keep handy. They are a comfort to us, though, and easily machine washable, except for the giant tigger from 1975 with the broken tail. I actually, though, I'm not sure of the year, exact year, but it's close to 1975. So grab that stuffy, clean out a basement box, throw out something else to downsize. Not Cinnamon the Cougar from Grand Teton National Park or Teeny Tiny the Panther from Banff National Park. Enjoy these little critters, <laughs> but don't let Carly Corinthos, the Great Dane Mix, or your canine friend dismember them in the middle of the night. Yes. <laughs> All right. Number six. In the wise words of Sonny Corinthos, you know what you do with doubt in life. You move right through it. Ah, truer words. You cannot find people. Sonny was speaking with Christina about her new business and how she has doubts and fears about her ability to get the youth center for LGBTQ plus teens up and running. Of course, there will be a learning curve. She has never managed the taxation operations side of things before. She needs to give herself some grace and keep moving forward with this amazing endeavor. Like we talked about with Carly taking over Kelly's last week, you start with something small and it will grow into something big. See where it goes. Luckily, Christina got the infusion of investment from Sonny, her wonderful father, and she got started with that so she can have a physical place to help these youth more quickly than if she hadn't had that initial investment. Of course, she's going to make mistakes, people, but the prospect of helping this marginalized group of youth should be kept in the forefront of her mind and keep her going. LGBTQ plus youth are at a much greater risk for suicide than their cisgender peers. According to the Trevor Project, 45% of LGBTQ youth seriously considered attempting suicide in the past year. And for LGBTQ youth of color, the statistic is even higher. 73% of LGBTQ youth reported experiencing symptoms of anxiety and 58% symptoms of depression. These statistics are overwhelming. I had no idea. It was like the drowning being the main cause of death with young children I had no idea on these statistics before I started doing research for this this week. So giving these teens and young adults a safe space like Christina is trying to do is just, it's just so important. It's paramount. Christina came out 
as gay a few years back, maybe five or so years back on GH and has not had an easy time of it. Before coming out, she was dating a man and he had abused her, her boyfriend in high school. And then she had her first relationship with a woman, with a professor at PCU, Port Charles University, who really took advantage of Christina and her youth and naivety. So she comes to this mission from a place of genuine knowing and concern for these kiddos. And wherever you are in the world, look around and recognize LGBTQ youth are at risk. And these are amazing human beings who need our support, our love, and a safe space to be themselves. We all need to follow our true paths. And a part of all of our paths is to take others with us, love and support them. We don't want a world where we are all the same. Oh, that would be ridiculously boring, people. (laughs) We need everyone on this journey and all the good citizens of Port Charles to make our communities thrive. Find a mission like the Trevor Project or at Boulder County, who I love to support near you. Follow your passion and take others along with you, just like Christina on General Hospital. (laughs) All right, number seven already. Okay, this is a fun one. I love it. I love it. We all need more live music in our lives. And let's start on General Hospital with an Eddie Main concert. I mean, come on, people. He has been Eddie Main from the traumatic brain injury for weeks and no concert yet. The good citizens of Port Charles might as well get some benefit from Ned's TBI and we can see him rocking out in the leather pants again. Yeah. Everyone could use a great concert right now to lift spirits. Molly, Carly, Portia. It will do everyone good. I recently went to a fantastic concert. I couldn't believe how you really absorb the energy of the room. Now, I should have prefaced this with the fact that I haven't been to a live concert in a long while, but I won't let it be that long again, ever. Now, I couldn't spend money in an exorbitant way like on Taylor Swift tickets, but I would love to win some. (laughs) The energy and feeling folks get from Taylor Swift, from her performance, that's what they're paying for, right? There are so many great acts out there, though, whose tickets are very reasonable. I saw James McMurtry with opening act Betty Sue, SOO, and both were just fantastic. I had never heard of Betty Sue before, and I was blown away by her vocals and guitar playing and storytelling. Now, I do think she would be a great guest to have perform at General Hospital as well as James McMurtry. He's the most amazing songwriter with such insightful lyrics in regards to the human condition. We have talked about before the fantastic live music we've heard in Port Charles, and it is definitely time for an infusion of that, ABC. I encourage everyone to get out and see some live music. It might even be free, like your local brewery or coffee house. I must mention Kara O'Kelly. She is in the Denver area and has a voice like Natalie Maines of the Chicks. And I hope I can get out to see her more as going and absorbing the live music energy is good for the soul. It just is. So just Google your favorite band or see who is playing at your favorite brewery. Oh my God, I heard Foreigner is touring. Very cool. consider it self-care for your soul i love it all right and i bought a bunch of betty sue's merchandise because it was so cool looking her t-shirts yeah look her up betty sue soo okay quick recap this week 
Number one, when someone says to you, I'm busy, I don't have time for this, listen to them. Don't be a Nina. Number two, swim lessons are the most important thing you can do for your kid. Most important class you can pay for. Number three, if you don't want to know the answer, don't ask the question. Number four, we are not ready to go. No, we're not. We have a lot more to do. Remember Cyrus and his near-death experience and get out there. Do what you're meant to do. Number five, hold on to that childhood stuffy. Just one or a dozen. They're so comforting and important for us. Yes. Number six, in the wise words of Sunday Corinthos, you know what you do with doubt in life. You move right through it. Yes. And number seven, get out and see some live music this week. Eddie Main, James McMurtry, Betty Sue. Yep. Just go see someone. Carol Kelly. <laughs> all right. That's all for this week. On everything you need to know in life, you can learn from General Hospital. Have a great week. Don't be catty. And use your big mouth for good. And reach out to us on Instagram at C-A-T-T-E girls. And if you want to be a guest on the show, please reach out to me. I'd love to have you on so we can talk about how watching General Hospital has changed your life. Take care.